Hello, and welcome to the April Pointer podcast, where I'm processing thoughts, feelings, and the world around and within me through written and spoken words. I'd like to say I post when I feel like it, but in all honesty, lately, I've been posting every Thursday. So welcome. So glad to have you here. A couple of exciting, well, a few exciting things, actually. We launched... AP Creative. If you've been listening in or checking out YouTube when I'm talking about AP Creative, it is um, a collective site for creatives that if you are stuck in your creativity and needing a little bit of help to break through those barriers, check out AP Creative. My 2023 goal was to create some sort of service for creatives that are looking to get outside of their head and get their work out into the world this year. So be sure to check that out. Also have my newest book released That is the biggest news, which is Lean In. It is the book that I wrote in regards to my father and his cancer journey. And it's about life and death and everything in between and after and contrast. And it's the beauty in the dark places. You know, really what it was about is that we all know the hard parts of grieving. It's not fun. It's horrible. It is painful. But in that journey, in that place where I couldn't make anything different, I mean, we, what we were dealt is what we were dealt. That's the hand we were dealt. And just finding beauty among those ashes, finding something that we could rise out of. And so that is what Lean In is about. It is about waking up to your life while you're alive. Because once my father got his diagnosis, it's really when he woke up to his life was when he found out he was dying. And so I would hope that we would all learn from his life and his death to really fully live our lives. Be sure to check that out. And then the third thing I want to share with you that's really exciting is that my dear sweet husband, Tony Pointer, just created and released his first outward piece of art, which is a mindfulness coloring book. You heard me right. A coloring book that is super awesome. It's got these awesome designs and affirmations. And so you can check all that out at aprilpointer.com slash resources. Again, that's aprilpointer.com slash resources and lots of good life-giving things there. So feel free to check that out. I'll put all that stuff in links below as well if there's a description box where you're listening. Speaking of this mindfulness coloring book. I'm going to get into some details about that today because I want to talk about something that I, something that I've kind of been dealing with lately and something that really struck me today. Um, By the time you hear this, it won't be today anymore. But what I want to talk about is like the thinking phase, the idea phase versus the action phase and how to get out of your head and get into action And the reason why I really want to share about this today is because something I've been dealing with lately is just feeling a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of exciting things going on, which is incredible. I'm so super excited about all the amazing things that are seem to be happening in my life right now. But, but a lot of times, I wouldn't necessarily say a lot of times, but what can happen is sometimes if you're feeling more anxious, you're having a more anxious day. Like for, for instance, today for me, some reason just 
in my body just feeling a lot of anxiety. Not necessarily that there's anything wrong or I'm concerned about anything. It's just a feeling in my body that happens sometimes and it's strong. And it doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, it reminds me of 2011 when I had a ton of anxiety that led to depression. And what it would do is it would render me useless because I would get so caught in my feelings of feeling the physical manifestations of anxiety that I would start to feel like I just don't want to do anything because I don't feel well. And today I was working and it was getting close to my lunch break and I just felt anxiety and I had uh, quite a few things on my to-do list for work and quite frankly, didn't feel like doing it. But what I did was I just wrote down one thing on like a sticky note, one thing I wanted to accomplish for work in that moment. And I wrote it down and I just did it. I just sprung into action, just started working on this document and uh, it came together. And then as soon as I was done with, with that one thing for work in that moment, and I was headed into my lunch break, taking a little break for a minute, I told Tony, we were in a shared office together at the time, and I said, I'm about to go get on the treadmill because I feel physical anxiety in my body. I feel good about the fact that I just completed a big task for work. And now I'm going to go get on the treadmill and I'm going to jog and I'm going to move this anxiety out of my body because even if the anxiety is still there afterwards, I'm not going to regret taking a jog. <laughs> so that's what I did. I had a meeting coming up shortly after my lunch and I just wound up getting on the treadmill and moving my body around for 10 minutes, 10 minutes, and then came back and got back to work. And something I want to share with you today in regards to the thinking phase, the idea phase versus the action phase, because I think for a lot of you, when it comes to wanting to do something creative, whether that's write a book or do a YouTube channel or do a podcast, whatever your outlet may be, I know because I've been there that we oftentimes get stifled in our thoughts and in our, I don't know what to do next and in our uh, ideas and, you know, that you don't do anything. And it's the action phase. It's doing something that creates that confidence that builds that momentum. And so something I want to share with you is in regards to Tony, my husband, and this coloring book that he just created. It was a big deal for him because Tony is a researcher. He is somebody who will research the heck out of something. He's so smart and he will get analysis paralysis and just not accomplish much of anything. So he'll do a lot of work, but there's not really a lot of output because of all the head space that he's putting into thinking and researching and trying to see how things work and what would the outcomes be so much so that when he's trying to create something, he'll often get into a place in his mind where he's like, well, this is an oversaturated market. Mm, probably shouldn't work on this thing. So around the holidays, it was probably, I think it was around Christmas. We were downstairs sitting there at the table and he turns around to me and he says, I've been working on something and I just have a goal to just finish it and put it out there in the world. It's not even about really making money on it. It's about teaching myself something new. And I'm like, what? What do you mean you've been working on something? And he showed me this coloring book that he had been working on. And, and I was just blown away by it because it, 
it's not like him. It's not something that I've seen him do before. And uh, it's like Mandela designs with affirmations. And he was like, I just had this idea. And then, you know, I looked into it a little bit. I saw that, you know, it's a saturated market, but it's not even about me being having the best coloring book. I don't even care for it to be the best. I'm just, I'm, my focus is to actually just spring into action and put something out there because I'm trying to teach my brain and my body something new. And over the next three weeks, I saw him give dedicated focused time, especially in the evenings. It would be like after um, hours and the baby would be put down to bed and I would come upstairs and Tony would be sitting at his computer just cranking away, creating these designs in this coloring book and just going at, I mean, it's over like 70 or 80 does. I think it's like 80 pages or so. And, uh, yeah, I, and then the next thing I know is that he submitted it over to whoever you submit this stuff to. (laughs) I don't know the details, but he submitted it over and it got rejected because of something, something with his, um, dimensions wasn't right. And then he got it back and, submitted it or fixed it and submitted it over again. Then something else wasn't right with the dimensions. And he was just like so eager to get this thing completed. And he was like, even if it's not being approved right away, I'm learning. So the next time I do something like this, I will know to do something different. And I won't, I won't have to spend all this extra time that I'm having to spend this first time. And then I think it was Sunday morning, I woke up and he walked over to me and he handed me his phone and he said, look at that. And I looked and it just said, congratulations. Like you've been approved. Like your, your work has been approved and it was going to go through this whole process. And the next thing you know, you go out there and you look at, uh, Amazon, specifically Amazon. Yeah. I think it's through there. And you, if you look up Mandela designs, Tony pointer or mindfulness coloring book, Tony pointer, and there it is. It's there. It is there to be purchased. I purchased one myself because it, there's just nothing like holding the physical manifestation of something that you created in your mind that becomes a physical creation in your hand. And you guys have heard me say it before. I'll say it again a million times over. If you can think it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. Bob Proctor said that. I heard Steve Harvey say it. It is just so, so true that if you can think it in your mind, it, it you are physically able. You are able to get that thing in your hand if you put the time and energy and dedication in. And it comes into focus. You know, I think the thing that I saw with Tony where he was able to crank this thing out in three weeks was he had to work around his working hours. He has a day job. So he worked around his working hours and in, in his free time, he was not binge watching Netflix. Tony is not a social media person. So he definitely does not spend his time on social media. He just worked and worked and worked until he had this thing done. And in three weeks he had something to show for it. And I could not be more excited and I love what he created. I think it's really helpful for people who are trying to decompress, trying to get their mind back from all the places that we let it aimlessly wander all day long. And I love these things. So yeah, the mindfulness coloring book with over 70 Mandela designs with affirmations. You can order yours at aprilpointer.com slash resources or go on Amazon and look up mindfulness coloring book, Tony Pointer or whatever works for you. Anyway, I share all that with you to say, 
something so profound that I found that Tony was sharing with me was that he was saying his end goal was not to make money. His end goal was not to be quote unquote a published author because it does consider him as a published author now that he has this book out here. Um, what he wanted was to break something in his mind break something in his nervous system that tells him he needs to do all this research and everything needs to be perfect and it needs to be done this way or that way before it can actually be completed. He just plowed through. And I think it's really great quality still, but for him, he knows it could have been better. This could have been better. That could have been better. But that is not what the point of this was. The point of this exercise was for him to actually start stay diligent and complete something that was a creative thing. And he did it. And I share this about my first book, Pressing Forward. I'm super proud of Lean In. I'm so pleased and excited about the new book, Lean In. It is just like, there's a part of me that feels like it's my first book because although Pressing Forward was my first book, Pressing Forward is clunky in the sense of there's so much about myself that had to break There's so much fear that had to be overcome. And even if it wasn't overcome, I had to keep pushing, pressing forward anyway, (laughs) pressing through fear and anxiety to find my truest self, like to pressing through fear and anxiety to make this book happen. There was so much of me in it and the feeling of possible rejection. I'm not getting accepted with a publisher. So much of me was in that book. And so when I, I know I wrote Pressing Forward, I feel like Pressing Forward is a memoir. It tells a good story, but I also feel like I, I didn't write Pressing Forward to make some huge, huge impact. I mean, I wanted my story to be worth something and, and know that that season of my life wasn't wasted, but I wanted Pressing Forward to break me open to the possibilities and to remove the limitations that were in my mind. So something about starting something, staying diligent until you get to completion, even though that one took me five years. (laughs) And, and then knowing now, so now once you know, you can't unknow, I know that it's possible for me to write a book, I know it's possible for me to write two books. And for those of you who may not know, I this is actually in to be to be super clear. Lean in is actually my third book, I have a my first book ever out there um, that I partnered with someone else to write. I don't even remember what it's called. Let me, I'm going to look it up really quick. I'm, I literally don't even remember what it's called. Um, if I think about it long enough, I could remember, but let me look up April pointer author and tell you what it's called. Um, because yeah, I did a book with somebody else. Oh, it's called the hidden life agenda. It's a meditation booklet that I did with this fantastic gentleman named Jonathan Morton. He's so kind, so sweet. And we did this. It was released back in October 18th, 2016. Um, it's, it's just scriptures. And then we wrote context to those scriptures. And honestly, my heart really wasn't in it because I was getting to a place where I was evolving beyond that belief system. And as much as I still had a heart for it back then, that's just not my writing style to take scripture and then just write extra context to, you know, what that means to me. So it's really something that he and I crank through together to put something out there for people. And it was really his project. I just, he asked if I would help him with it. So truly I became an author for the first time off of hidden life agenda, agenda. 
and um, then pressing forward and now lean in. So all of that to say, sometimes when we put that first thing out into the world, it's not about perfection. And I feel like so many people get caught up in the idea that something has to be perfect. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's, it's something about when you take your ideas and you whittle down, what is the first step? What's that first baby step I need to do? And you just start there. Don't worry about the end. Don't worry about how you get to the next phase or what's going to happen from there. You just have to have a vision, have a plan, have the goal and just start like, what is the first thing, the first practical thing that I need to do to accomplish this? And you just start there. And it's something about when you step on the first stone, the next stepping stone shows up while you're on the journey. I think a lot of times we're sitting there looking for like the whole path of stones so that we can know we can hop across each one until we get to the other side. A lot of times those don't appear until you have taken a step. That's when the next step appears. We can get so caught in the analysis. We can get so caught in our heads or even sometimes it's just in the fun of doing the research or getting inspired by other people and checking out maybe somebody else's podcast or checking out somebody else's YouTube channel or looking at the way an author has done something with their book or their art or whatever the case may be, whatever your creative outlet is, musicians or whatever, and start to then go from being inspired and motivated to comparison to getting into that headspace of thinking, well, this is an oversaturated market. Why would anybody listen to me? And you can get into those numbers and get into all these different things that start to pull back your creativity and really hurt your confidence. And I think a big thing is that the more we are in motion, the more we're creating, the more we don't really care about a lot of that stuff because we know we're making moves. When I look back at this podcast, because I did about seven episodes and then I took a break. And the reason why I started the podcast is because I actually was doing the Blushing Phoenix YouTube channel and I just hit a wall. I just was in like the thick of postpartum depression. I hit a wall. I was tired and I just didn't know what to do or where I wanted to go with the Blushing Phoenix channel. I was so close to monetization and I just, I want to say I was at, I have, an, I have a piece of paper right here that tells me I was at... 3,719 watch hours. You have to have 4,000 watch hours and 1,000 subscribers to get monetized. I was at like 14 or 1,500 subscribers already, but I had 3,719 watch hours. I was 281 watch hours away, and I decided to stop posting on YouTube. And here's the thing. I would do that a million times over because I just do that. When I get this, this heavy feeling in my chest that I need to take a break, And I wanted to make sure I was doing it for the right reasons, because the thing is for me with my art is that I want to produce art and put it out into the world. I don't want the world to tell me what my art needs to be. 
So if I stay on one path and I'm creating to get monetized and then I get monetized and you get to this place where you're like, I don't even want to do this anymore, but now you're getting monetized and this is what the subscribers want. And now they're telling you how to create and what to do. And something that I've really noticed, this is a, a side note here. I'm kind of on a soapbox for a minute. Something I've really noticed with creators lately, whether that be on podcasts or specifically on YouTube, a lot of different people that I tune into on YouTube, I have heard them kind of make these videos where they are almost pleading with their subscribers to stick it out with me because they're going a different direction. And almost every single one of them, there's this common theme where they feel like they have gotten so far off the path from who they actually wanted to be and the and the work that they wanted to do and the, and the creativity that they wanted to put out there. They're so far from that because they've gotten into this place of like, what do you all want? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do next? Which is fine. And there's a time and place for that, especially if you're trying to get monetized. It depends on what your goals are. But I think for a lot of people, especially who have monetized on these social outlets, social media outlets, such as YouTube, they've gotten to a place where they're monetizing. They're probably working with different streams of income and they've gotten to a place where it doesn't, it doesn't really matter if they lose some of their subscribers because they want to take control of their art. And I think that that's been a thing for me when it comes to my YouTube channels or my blogs or this podcast is I am not doing this for the subscribers. It's nice to have people listen in. It's nice to see that that there's downloads and people from all over the world are listening in. That really is touching and amazing and something's always going to be exciting about that. But if I let myself do the work for that, it is going to lead me nowhere. I'm going to become so enslaved to that thing that I will not be happy and I would quit doing it. So for me, the idea is to keep longevity. And I went on like a whole freaking rampage there. But my whole point in talking about that was that when you spring into action, when I started the podcast, I was I just wanted to still have an outlet because I know that's important for me. And I know it's, it's mentally healthy for me to have an outlet of some sort, even if that's just journaling, it doesn't have to be a public outlet where other people can see it or hear it. But I wanted to, I wanted to, I always wanted to do a podcast. I figured I would test it out anyway. And then I did it. It got me through a lot of postpartum depression, a lot of the stuff that I was dealing with there, just knowing that I had someone to talk to and um, that I could just get my thoughts out very raw form without an interruption, without feeling like I needed to perform. I could just say what I needed to say. And there was something very healing in that. But when I went to look back at it the other day, because I was wanting to start recording again for the podcast, I was like, oh my goodness, I did seven episodes. I didn't even keep up with how many I did. I just was doing them. And um, but yeah, seven of them. And so now we're in season two. I'm still trying to decide if I want to even have this be season two or just let the podcast episodes just keep going up in number. Either way, those are logistics I don't really care about. <laughs> I just care to create. <laughs> let the creator create. But my point is that when you move into action, you start to gain this confidence, you start to realize like, I can do something I can create this feels good. It doesn't have to be good. It feels good. And good is, you know, that's in the eye of the beholder or the ear of the beholder. I listen to a lot of things that I think are fantastic. 
that somebody else may listen to and think that they're not that great. It's, it's fine. It's not for you. But that's the thing about your work, your art, your, your outlet that you need for yourself. If you're putting it out there in the world, it is yours to give away. And it's one thing I say with my writing is, and I would say it here too, is that take what you need. If it's not for you, it's not for you. That's okay. It's not why I'm doing it. <laughs> it's, it's my outlet. And uh, yeah, you know, your people will find you. So all of that to say, I really want to thank you for tuning in today. I know that this can be a little all over the place, but that's what you're going to get when, when you're with me. And I really wanted to take a moment to talk about Tony and his mindfulness coloring book that he just released. And there, it was just like, we're releasing so much right now. It seems like so many things that we've been doing behind the scenes are just like, boom, boom, boom with AP creative and lean in and Tony's mindfulness coloring book that just released. And I wanted to share a little bit of insight about how and why he released that coloring book. Cause I think it's expected that, Oh, April's creating. She's always creating. And April wrote a book. We know she's been writing a book for forever or she was going to have something that was going to come out and here it is. But for my precious husband, my technical precious husband behind the scenes to be over here, creating art himself and putting it out into the world. Not so much because he was trying to create some huge impact in the world, but because he was trying to break something in himself to teach himself how to produce quicker, how to spring into action, how to get out of that, out of the analysis paralysis. And so I wanted to share that with you because it was super motivating and inspiring to me. And Hopefully that little nugget of information and just hearing some of his story can let you know that you can be encouraged on your journey because you can spring into action. Trust me, if, if me and Tony can do this, y'all can do this. So feel free to go check out again, aprilpointer.com, aprilpointer.com slash resources is where you can find books and coloring books and all the other things that we create out there. YouTube channels, all the things, if you're interested in checking those out. And uh, yeah, be sure to check out that mindfulness coloring book because not only does it support an incredible human, I think as much as he wasn't really trying to create some impact in the world, I'm super excited about that coloring book, to be honest. So I hope you are too. Feel free to check it out. And thank you once again for tuning in, for sticking around, for hanging out. And we will talk soon. Go create something. Go create something.